Anna West, Faulkner, Bod Biomast, welcome to the Share Chair. Welcome to the Share Chair podcast. We have a, a, a kind of a cool yeah. opportunity, a unique sort of vision for yeah. this week's episode. Yeah, you want like to talk our it? first panel was the idea to have more than one person and more of like a, like normally our episodes go like not formally it's super chill but as a conversation but more Mm -hmm. like about the one person but this is sort of about the topic feminism Mm -hmm. because february is not only black history month but women's rights month this is prisbilski's in the room as well who is a student teacher uh with me until Mm -hmm. mid-may and will and is teaching some classes and assisting in all kinds of ways and so um welcome first I want to start with either of you can start just how both of you like how were you introduced to the idea of not even feminism the title uh-huh. but like like the suppress the suppression and the discrimination against women uh, I've heard it since I was very very young um, my grandma um, she has said to my brother and I down with the patriarchy for as long as I can remember she um, I, I'll probably refer to her a lot. Uh, Colleen Bodbile, she teaches over at East Kentwood High School. Um, yeah, so she really introduced me to the idea of feminism. I, like, uh, I don't know, formally. Whereas at home, I guess I kind of live in a matriarchal household more because my dad's a little more chill and whatever. Mm-hmm. And let's do this kind of together. And my mom is the boss at where she works. And, um, I just, I don't know, I've always had female figures in my life, uh, especially people in power, people in the arts, even sciences, um, my cousins, and aunts and uncles are teachers or scientists, and pretty evenly split male and female, so that's how I was introduced in the first place. As for me, um, I guess I've been like a tiny feminist, kind of, since birth. Um, <laughs> in elementary school, I was big on like the whole girl power thing. And like, you know, I always had people telling me growing up, you can be whatever you want if you set your mind to it. Um, And then I guess I've had a pretty lucky existence, but as for like women like being discriminated against, there's definitely like some sexism that goes on that I think most women, if not all, and I realize that I come, like I'm a white girl from Spring Lake, I have it pretty good. But um, even like day to day, you kind of get some of that stuff sometimes, so it's, you know. You say some of the day-to-day, would you, are you comfortable sharing what that might even be? Um, so, like, I got into the whole feminism thing as, like, an academic interest, kind of in middle school, just because, like, middle school is difficult for everyone. <laughs> I've always, you know, tried to, like, count myself as a pretty smart kid who makes smart decisions, but I feel like in middle school you internalize a lot of crap. Um, just like with like body image stuff and like oh you know boys have to like me and then like which I like didn't like it wasn't like a consuming obsession but like I feel like every middle school girl goes through that in some way and then feminism it's like all right uh screw all that basically like really like academic feminist writers even and I'm just like applying them to my 13 year old life and that that was pretty fun (laughs) feminism as, me as a feminist, I have to be really conscious of the fact that, you know, I'm white, I live in one of the richest countries in the world, the richest country in the world, the ri- and, like, I have to be really conscious of that. So I really like reading um, works by black authors, because February is also Black History Month. Um, so, like, Toni Morrison, like, Alice Walker, like, you know, that interesting intersection of, like, because we mentioned that it's fe- 
Women's Rights Month and mm -hmm. also Black History Month. And I feel like that gets pitted against each other so much. Like, mm -hmm. who has it worse, white women or black men? And then there are a bunch of fantastic black women who are like, hey, listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, uh, I wanted to prepare for this a little bit more, so I had to research the topic a bit because Unlike Anna, I didn't, as a male in middle school, I, had, I guess I had it pretty easy. A white male in middle school at Spring Lake, I had it, I guess, relatively easy. And I can look back and say, wow, I am so fortunate um, as a guy, especially. But, um, so I never, to overcome this ignorance, I didn't have, I didn't really think, um, oh, I should educate myself on this, yada, yada, um, become academically interested. I just because I was raised this way in this environment, I, um, I, I suppose it just, I, I was fortunate enough to view, I don't know, uh, women and men more equal, just, and I don't want to say that I am perfect at all, because I have met, you know, everyone has slip-ups from time to time, mm -hmm. but um, I, I don't feel like I'm as academically invested <laughs> as Anna is, but um, I'm willing to learn, I, I suppose. Which I think is That's important. That's fine. That's a good attitude. <clears throat> I mean, isn't that a good attitude, uh -huh. right? Like I feel like even as a female feminist, I struggle with that. Some, like the whole internalized misogyny. That's a real thing. Like I meet a lot of like really great girls who are like empowered and they're intelligent, and then they will just like tear other girls down for the mm. stupidest crap. And I'm like, th this is not. I mean, feminism. How uh, <laughs> we um, we dive right into feminism and openly saying with two feminists. I mean, I'm a guy, and some people. I mean, like to back, take it back a step. It's like, whoa, you're a guy. You can't be feminist. Mm -hmm. That, and, um, I guess, and uh, referencing my grandma again, she has a thing called the ignorarchy. So it's her um, battle against ignorance taking over in our country. And um, I, I guess I just get furious when people are ignorant about certain things because I feel, I feel especially with feminism and feminism and stuff you can really find that out today with the internet and you can really become educated easily compared I mean it's not excuse it's not really ever excusable in my opinion but um back then it's a maybe a bit more so but um and I think this came you asked me to be on here because what happened in psychology class yeah. and um I guess I could go ahead and we, yeah, we better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so in our class we were talking about um, feminism and women's images, and I think Mrs. Quaker did she bring bring it up because it's a Women's Rights Month? And no, she brought it up because um, there were people in our class using the term. Oh feminazi. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was just a group of kids in the class talking about feminism. They somehow got there, and um, they were using the term feminazi around and over and I um yeah I kind of snapped a little bit one student said uh, hate I hate those feminists that's what he said something along those lines I just hate those feminists and and those radical feminazis so that yeah those words those radical feminazis I just hate them and it's like so I think I called them out a little um, condescending I said uh, like so you hate equality like like <laughs> you hate that sort of thing and what do you mean by feminazi and so mrs quaker very quickly butted in like whoa stop yes. it's also super intrigued when you said um because okay so like as a woman and growing up very early uh, knowing the term feminism means equality and not that women are better than men which mm -hmm. is i think one of the highest misconceptions is because so what, growing up a lot of men 
and um, boys and everything and teenagers just really don't like to, the word feminist. And so then when I heard you like actually use the correct <laughs> term and definition, I was like, I have never even met a guy under the age of like 17 to use the correct, like I've met you and I've met <laughs> you. That's basically it. A feminazi is what? I don't even know. Because wanting your gender to be treated equal is the same as invading Poland, I guess. Yeah. There's <laughs> this weird misconstruction of feminism where people think that that means women are better than men, are superior to, so reversal of the traditionally sexist view. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the idea where like feminazi comes in. But that's not what feminism is. That's not what it was mm -hmm. ever supposed to be. It's been misconstrued. Yeah. So yeah. from the beginning of history to now is called, what, man Nazi? <laughs> like, you have to kind of be an activist. You can't say, I support feminists and then do nothing. But um, when you're doing that, you have to be educated about that. How do you gain intelligence? How do, you, how do the two of you or the three of you or the four of you filter through material to find material that gives progress. Well, I'm still a big fan of books, like mm -hmm. do it old fashioned. Yeah. Like there are a bunch of like great feminist authors. I would like cite Bell Hooks as someone who was super influential on my brand of thinking. And like I'm not even saying that she's perfect because like Bell Hooks, Gloria Steinem, you go back and it's like some of the attitudes that they had in like the 70s and stuff are different. And so it's like taking those attitudes and then putting mm -hmm. them in a modern context. I feel like it's a little bit of common sense that like you have to feel a certain way about something. Like you have to feel this is right, have like the moral compass, and then you just cross-reference all these things like books and um, the internet and exper really personal experience. Like if you're aware of what's going on and, and trying to like like especially after in psychology you watch that video I don't remember what it's called uh, uh, the color of fear yeah that one yes especially for rate for race like just oh, taking okay. a step back in the whatever Mis misrepresentation. misrepresentation yeah that one um, uh, watching for those things mixed with uh, that's how you learn that's how you truly learn I mean for yourself but um, also I think what society is trying to achieve by looking back, present, and I suppose forward with the internet, I guess you could say. Feminism, the straight up definition is equality for both genders, so I think it's important to look at the male's perspective too, and sorry, <laughs> um, but like what's something that could benefit men through feminism as like an example? We're all better if we're better. <laughs> if we're working, I mean, I know it's pretty deep thinking, but I have, if we're pushing down ideas, right? Not giving uh, way to feminism, okay? Equal equality. Um, then we're keeping ideas away. <laughs> and ideas yep. yeah. are what make us better and they make growth, and ideas mm -hmm. turn into production, and mm -hmm. production turns into, I mean, if we're pushing a group of people down, okay, women, um, minorities, racial minorities, wh wh whomever, when mm -hmm. that's certainly happening. Mm -hmm. We need people's ideas and thoughts. They, we, we will be a better society because of that. What if, what if we're keeping a, woman, a woman's ideas, a girl's ideas away about um, solving the cancer, uh, cancer like solving cancer. the pollution, you know, pollution mm -hmm. problem, global warming, and that girl's not speaking up and she's got a good idea. It's, it's just the war. I, yeah. I get shivers of, of sort of yeah. anger about like, like, 
we're keeping from growth by keeping other people down. And so a lot of people say that all the time, and that is so true because, I mean, I listen to just classical music, and that is just white males, <laughs> all of it, except for Ethel Smith and Fanny Mendelssohn. Those are the only two female <laughs> composers I can name, but I still listen to them, and they're really good. And it's like, I, I know they, they can, anyone can write music really well. It's this view of like you're losing power to uh -huh. men yeah. instead of gaining uh -huh. like ideas or thoughts or part collaboration. Mm -hmm. It's this idea that, but then my idea is going to mean less yeah. instead of we will have a better idea. But do you have any advice or thoughts on what anyone could do to help? Um, educate yourself. I mean, I know that's been a common theme throughout the conversation, not even saying that you have to go out and be like a scholar on gender studies, but even like one thing that I'm, this is like the only thing coming to my mind right now, but James Franco published a list of his favorite books and they were all white dudes. So like just be careful with like the media you consume because we talked about the internet, how do you weed out the bad stuff? And if you make an effort to like read more books by female authors or like watch more female directed movies because that's stuff out there and it's great and that can like help you get that perspective. Call, I mean, kind of, sort of calling out people, not in a bad way, um, because after I called out that student, I totally forgave him, like that is a common mistake, but I mean, you know, now you should use that information to, you know, get rid of ignorance, which is ultimate, for me, ultimately the battle. So um, I feel like once you're aware of it and being aware of it, it is much, much easier to just hear even those really little things, like I can't think of an example, but um, really little comments and things that happen every day, like, you know, women, bad drivers, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> really working towards saying to yourself, you know, I can't let that slide, like, if, you want, you. if you want to change. Right. Thank you for being on the share chair, guys. That Thanks was for awesome. Having us. Yes, thank it you. Was really good. Great. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Share Chair. Stay tuned next week for a new one. Also, check us out on Facebook and Twitter for regular updates at The Share Chair. And if you're interested in having a piece of your writing or an experience shared on the podcast, contact Elise McGannon at 203-505 at springlakestudents.org.